today. The left wants you completely deplatformed. Get ready. Also, uh, there are thousands now marching towards the border in another migrant migrant caravan to the United States. Will Joe Biden just let them in like they kept telling Donald Trump to do? We've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Martin Luther King Day. We've got a great video for you uh, later coming up in celebration of Martin Luther King Day. Can't wait to show it to you. Today I am joined by my good friends, uh, Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show, also America's favorite cowboy and... uh, you know, just going to be governor of Texas. No big. No big deal. No uh, big. Texas Free Press said yesterday that I'm not I'm not scoring high enough uh, in their poll. Oh, yeah, well. But, but Texas Free Press is also not free. You I, have to buy a subscription to it. That's what I was going to say. I've literally been a Texas uh, native Texan, lived here my whole life, never heard of that place. There you go. So, sorry. Uh, also joined by Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive here on Blaze TV. And you're still on YouTube for now? Yeah, I'm still on YouTube for right now. I think all of us are for at least 12, like, for the next 12 months, maybe. He's soon going to be on Fugitive Tube. Well, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I have to keep asking every time I see him. I'm like, so FBI entered the chat right him? now. Yeah. 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 I'm not at Blaze Studios in Irving. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be really great for ratings if we had an FBI takedown. Yeah. Just saying, if no you want to do it. <laughs> no knock warrant. You if hear, you're going to do it. If you hear the knock. I'm running. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get you out the back way, Elijah Schaefer. Uh, all right. Actually, so, Glenn oh. Beck has told me if ever stuff goes down, there are places to hide in this building that no one would ever find you. Well, how, okay, or do we no, get to know or no. just him? Glenn confided him. in me. Oh, okay. Well, I'll ask you, I'll ask you during the break. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so a former top official at Facebook just like openly declared yesterday that uh, TV service providers should stop airing conservative content. Now, of course, he used the examples OAN and Newsmax, and he was talking to the very reliable uh, Brian Stelter, who are you the one who says he looks like a thumb? He does look like a thumb. He really does. He also <laughs> might look. He's an he's an offense two thumbs because yeah. to be honest, <laughs> thumbs true. don't look that weird. At least yeah. most of them. That's fair. That's he's, fair. He's like a thumb with no knuckle, and 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 he just looks like a dirty Q-tip. <laughs> So with that being said, I mean, you, you don't need an intro better than that. Here is uh, here is Brian Stelter's reliable sources and the left uh, talking about how they want all of us deplatformed, basically. Watch. We have to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences. There are, are people on YouTube, for example, that have a larger, daytime, a larger audience than daytime CNN, and they are extremely radical and pushing extremely uh, radical views. And so it's up to the Facebooks and YouTubes in particular to think about whether or not they want to be effectively cable networks for disinformation. And then we're going to have to figure out the OANN and Newsmax problem. You know, that these companies have freedom of speech, but I'm not sure we need Verizon, AT&T, Comcast and such to be bringing them into tens of millions of homes. Um, I, this is, you know, allowing people to seek out information if they really want to, but not pushing it into their faces, I think is where we're going to have to go here. 
A lot to unpack there. Number one, he mentioned, and this is, of course, the chief, the former chief security officer at Facebook. He mentioned uh, that there are a lot of right-wing YouTubers who have larger audiences than daytime CNN. He almost said Brian Stelter. (laughs) I mean, maybe that just might be because CNN sucks and not because of any other reason. Yeah, if it wasn't for airports, no one would be watching CNN. Which apparently they, yeah, they just ended that contract. So now there's going to be zero people. CNN even bought the TVs that went in the airport. <laughs> well, that's I guess that's why they ended it, because that was just a, that was not a good investment for them. Yeah. They were losing money on it. Cruise ships and everything. I mean, CNN spends a lot of money to get people to forcefully get people to watch them. Are they even profitable? Because I was kind of questioning that myself with a lot of these news companies. Yeah. Is I'm going, how are you like selling tractor attachments in the middle of a primetime yeah. show and somehow paying these multi-million dollar salaries? And you know, they, they, I mean, these are billion dollar companies. And you see what they're selling? leaf blowers and I'm going that's like a $19 leaf blower you got to sell a couple million of those every (laughs) night just to pay back your daily budget I mean I think partly it's just propaganda and the parent companies are funding them yeah yeah. Well, the, the thing that. is, is the, the house of cards they're building with rhetoric like that though they don't understand how they're inciting the right right you, you, you it's a, it's a sleeping giant that's out there the average conservative wants to just be left alone they don't want to be taken to a book burning they don't want to be accused of being nazis they don't want to be accused of all the names and the hates and all the stuff that's been thrown out there at us uh and i feel bad for the black community i really do you know why because they rioted all summer long and they just got called rioters White folks went into the Capitol and they got called insurrectionists. Look at that. We got a multi-syllable word thrown at us. That's white privilege right there. The black community can't ever rise above being rioters. It's weird. But when we throw, when we get called insurrectionists and things like that, after a while, you kind of get tired of being told that you need to just be kicked out of your own country and screw free speech. It's getting old. Is it? It's getting old. So there's a lot of folks that don't just want to be left alone, that, that, that people like that guy refuse to leave alone, and they're just going to get pissed off enough. And you'll find out eventually it's going to happen. And there's going to be, there's going to be a major problem, major problem in this country when it all hits the fan. And trust me, Joe Biden's about to do some things going to make a lot of things hit the fan. Well, let's ask the insurrectionist well, himself. Yeah, I was going to say, well, <laughs> let's also not say white privilege because Washington Post just said that we have to oh, look at multiracial whiteness, whiteness, right? Yeah. Yeah. This They're, idea of right. non-white, yeah. white supremacy. Yeah. Uh, so when we're looking at it over the terms of black, white supremacists, <laughs> Jewish, Nazis, et cetera, and you're looking at the influence, <laughs> I, I think what, ha- what, what, what matters here is this push to where they think that, uh, you know, everyone's going to get an equal outcome in media. It's like maybe the reason why these ideas are getting out to more people is not because of just algorithms or because companies are somehow pro right wing. Like, when did you do you think these tech companies are backing conservative ideas? Like, you know, the fact that over ninety percent of contributions from these companies went to left wing candidates. Like, have you ever thought that maybe these ideas are more in line? with the American people themselves, and maybe perhaps this is just what people want to watch. And so it's like, but they, they, can't even, they can't even come to that conclusion because they're so full of themselves, they're so wicked, and they're so convinced that their ideas, their elitist ideas, are what the country needs, that they're tone deaf to even say, well, the country is rejecting you by their own free will, so the next decision is like, all right, let's move their free will. Mm. Well, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk after it became clear that uh, the Democrats were going to control all chambers, just everything, every single facet of your life. They've got the presidency and uh, both houses of Congress. And some people said, well, maybe Joe Manchin will be our only hope. And that's 
really sad when we're resting like just everything that America stands for just in Joe Manchin's hands. But just so you guys know, if you were one of the ones who was like, there's a chance maybe Joe Manchin switches parties. Maybe he's going to be there for us. Uh, Here is Joe Manchin telling PBS just last week that he actually supports the companies who are deplatforming Trump and other Republicans. Watch. You called for Twitter to suspend President Trump's accounts hours before they did, permanently, last Friday. Days days before they did. The president has been now banned from Facebook. Parler, an app that is preferred by some conservatives, has been booted off of Apple, Amazon, and Google. The PGA has pulled its 2022 championship from the Trump National Golf Course in New Jersey. And Simon & Schuster has dropped Josh Hawley's book. Do you support all these examples of deplatforming? I do. I really do. I think there's a responsibility they all have. These are private platforms. These are private individuals. These are basically publicly owned companies. And thank goodness they're pushing back now. You know, change comes. The markets change because of the pressure that's put on. So maybe this will give my Republican colleagues some support that they can be free. You know, the truth will set you free. Maybe they can break the bonds, these chains that they have uh, of uh, captivity within the Republican ranks that they're afraid of, uh, they're going to be primaried or there's going to be challenges or things that they have to deal with that they'd rather not. What is your response to those who fear that by deplatforming President Trump, you further embolden the kind of people who stormed the Capitol and those who are sympathetic with their movement? That's the reason I say we need the time. That is exactly, you put it in better than I can, that's exactly and we will embolden and it will happen. It'll entrench them more, okay? And the true believers will be even stronger in using more radical tactics, maybe. We just want the facts to come out that everyone will feel the same that we do. We have to do this to save our country. Kind of conflicting messages coming from- I feel from like I'm watching the Hunger Games. I want whatever he's drinking. It sounds pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. So this Show is the guy we're just resting yeah. all of America's, everything it stands for. You're just gonna, you guys want to rest it in his hands? My mother often tells me, she says, Chad, I wish you could get your point across sometimes without cussing on your show. And I'm like, mom, your mom I, and my dad talk. I can't, yeah. I can't because it's like slamming my head in a car door to listen to these people talk. It really is. Um, yeah, I think they should all be deplatformed. I mean, what if I, I brought this up on the show last week? What if we what if Costco, a private company said, OK, blacks can't shop here between three and five in the afternoon. And when they do come in, they can only shop between aisles one and six. They can't go anywhere else. Well, it's a private company. Do they have the right to do that? Do they have the right to do that? Technically, yes. Is it the right thing to do? No, it's the very wrong thing to do. So when you say these these tech companies have the right to do what they want to do, they have the right, Verizon has the right to donate money to Planned Parenthood. And they do by the millions every single year. They have the right to do that. Now, am I going to sit there and go crazy and just say, you better not use Verizon. you got to stop. you got to deplatform Verizon. No, look, if you want to make a stupid choice and support a company like that, then that's what you got to do. That's what, I'm, that's what you're going to do. I, I actually just bought a Verizon. I know you did, Elijah. And that's what's got me all worked up. And I'm just looking at Sarah. I had this no is why idea. I cuss. He sold yourself out. He wasn't going to ratchet I had out. absolutely no idea. But I was going to say, <laughs> what I'm really loving about the Democrats here is this anti-lockdown rhetoric to where they're yes. coming to the defense of yeah. private businesses and saying, 
that they can do whatever they need to do and make whatever decisions they need yeah. to make to Open operate up. the way they want to. And I'm going, I've never heard such pro-restaurant, pro-small comedy club, yeah. pro-small business in, in general just going, that's what I've been saying. Why does anyone have the right to tell these these businesses what they can do? And they go, oh, well, that's because, you know, shutting them down is better for the common good. And they keep making these arguments like, well, the shutdowns, we can tell businesses what to do because that was good for the country. And you're going, hell yeah, that's what we're saying right now is that these companies might have the legal right, but this is very bad for our nation. And I think that actually, maybe he's not drunk. I think, I think that that it, it comes to say that they these people know what this is leading to, mm -hmm. and this is why I keep thinking that it's it's a bait. They want to have more civil unrest and disorder. I, I think they like that the Capitol riots happened. A lot of these people they, they love do, it because they oh, took yeah. it as an opportunity to wipe out their political yes. enemies. And I would say these people are so evil that they would be more than willing to let more Americans die, and they would egg on more insurrection and more rioting simply if it gave them more opportunity to take down their political enemies. And they already gotten us conditioned to being locked in our houses and quarantined. Mm -hmm. So now they'll just start getting selective on who they lock down and quarantine mm -hmm. in the name of keeping society safe. Do you think that, you know, you're, when we're talking about discrimination laws, right? So businesses can't discriminate against certain uh, members of certain groups. So we've got uh, color, well, religion, uh, sexual race, orientation. sexual orientation, all of those. Should or do you think political affiliation is this going is to be this added is out now? This this is because it is the less religion. This is beyond discrimination. This is no, I'm sorry. This is beyond censorship. It's discrimination. Yeah. It is discrimination through suppression because of political platform or political belief. So when you say I want to shut down every page that's out there that I disagree with, where's that call for unity? What they're really saying is, I will unify with you to the degree that you allow me to put my boot on your neck and you subjugate yourself, as Elijah said, to us elites, to us intellectuals, uh, those in the world of academia and those in, you know, the, the, the power brokers that are out there. That's what they mean when they say unity. They don't want equality in any way, shape or form. No man ever does. He wants control, period. Elijah, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I think with this deplatforming, like we saw that there are lobbyist groups that are even trying to get the apps Telegram and Signal, which are encrypted, basically text messaging alternative apps, uh, deleted because they're going, well, there's extremism on these platforms. And I think I've reiterated this time and time again that, you know, $2 billion of damage and multiple dozen deaths over the last riots in 2020 were exclusively organized on Twitter and sub-supported on Facebook. So the majority of political violence and unrest has actually been organized on the primary platform. So if we're now using these standards and saying, well, we're trying to just keep the country safe, these companies basically need to delete themselves. Yeah. And that's why you know that it's political targeting because basically what it's happening, and I feel like why the right wing and conservatives feel frustrated is because we basically are playing a game of retreat. So it's like, oh, well, let's move to parlor. Okay, well, that's made by a right wing person. Then let's go ahead and let's move to, to telegram. And then it's like, the point is there's nowhere to run to because wherever you find pasture, that becomes their next battleground mm -hmm. until they can remove to a point where we're going to literally have to keep our phones off and we're going to have to whisper in each other's ears to make sure that nobody's listening. And I'm not being paranoid. I was at a dinner party the other night and I realized the political climate that we're living in because we wanted to have a real political discussion to understand what was happening. We were not inciting crimes. There was nothing that was making me afraid that we were doing anything illegal. But everyone said we should turn off our phones to have this conversation, not because the police are going to come in, 
but because we don't know what apps or what things are listening. And the truth is, is that big tech and these companies hold us to standards beyond what our own Republican laws hold us to. And that's what it's coming to. You're going, what are they listening to? If they can put fake ads on your phone of your conversations. Did you see Instagram's new terms of service? They can access apps on your phone just by using their, their, their app you obey their terms of service. They can access anything on your phone now. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And so it's coming to the point where it's basically like, we have to be living fear in our own homes. And I, and I mean that truly, who is listening and what are they using against us and what are they storing up for the future? If in one event in the Capitol Hill, this is one event, I wanna say this, people can talk about how extreme it is and that's fine but I covered the riots in 2020 this was not more extreme than a lot of the events that I witnessed they were all bad right this is not a good thing when people are attacking and hurting each other not a good situation if they could take one event of the right wing every four years Charlottesville then the Capitol riots they're gonna keep building this case until there is literally nowhere left for us to go and I think I'm sick of it it's like when Texas turns blue where do we go I mean I mean when what when does it come to the point where we have to just stand up for ourselves and obviously the, the thing that happened at the Capitol wasn't the way to stand up for ourselves so it's like I don't know about you but I'm like well what do we do to stop this right uh, well Elijah just perfectly set up uh, our sponsor for this segment, ExpressVPN. If you're scared about uh, what all of big tech and everyone is going to find on your phone, on your computer, you supported Trump, and they're coming for you. As Elijah basically just said, they're going to continue censorship, repression, and cancel culture until they have crushed every last conservative voice out there. Uh, they're obviously backed by media and some of the largest companies in the world. Well, ExpressVPN can make sure that... Uh, uh, big tech is not tracking everything you're searching for, you're watching, you're clicking online. They can make sure uh, that they can uh, encrypt your IP address. Everything that you do will be uh, encrypted and it will make it much harder for the websites to identify you. And I mean, again, I, I feel like you just said the ad for me. I don't feel I don't even feel like anything needs to be added to that, except that if you are scared of all of the things that Elijah is talking about, you got to use ExpressVPN. They are using a secure VPN server. And again, they encrypt your network data to protect your sensitive information from being compromised. You can use it on up to five devices simultaneously. Your whole family can say stay safe with a single subscription. It's one click. It protects all your devices. And by the way, it's not going to slow your device down and create a lag whenever you use it. Uh, you got to go to Express vpn.com slash why you'll get three extra months for free with your subscription if you go to expressvpn.com slash why it is now more important than ever expressvpn.com slash why back in a minute There are thousands of migrants who are coming from Central America on their way to the United States border and uh, a migrant activist group. I, you got to love this. They are asking, they're representing the caravan and they are asking for Joe Biden the, and the Biden administration to honor its commitment. Because, as we know, the left has called for, I mean, we just let them in. Why do we even have walls? We don't need walls. We don't need a border. A bunch of strangers. You're just going to let them into your house. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, so now they are. This is, of course, the, the one from, what was it? 2019. Uh, Pueblo, Pueblo Sin Fronteras. So they've issued a statement and they are on the way. Now, of course, a top Biden official is telling the migrant caravan that uh, they need to, to just wait 
<laughs> just wait a little bit. Just. Uh, well, just, it's funny when your words come back to bite you. Yeah, in the just ass. hold. Just hold on. We got some hey, stuff we need to work out. We're going to bring amnesty to eleven million people here yes. illegally, but don't come before that happens. Yeah, that's right. Well, what they're hoping is going to happen is they can get in the country in the next two days. Yeah. So then yes. they get the amnesty, yes. right? That's yes. what they want before Trump has to go. Uh, yeah, just let them come on. Just yeah. let them come on. I mean, look, we've, we've got 30,000 troops all, living on cots all over the Capitol grounds. Let's just let them, let them live there. That's 11 million that they tell us that, that reported themselves in the census, but that doesn't include the possibly 10 to 15 million more that researchers say exist. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so what, what is an extra couple hundred thousand uh, um, people yeah. that might be infected with COVID, right. have tuberculosis, right. and also don't speak the language, don't maybe have any marketable skills in, in our market economy? I mean, at this point, it's like if we're not going to follow law and order. Here's the crazy thing, though, is I didn't realize that Joe Biden supported the Capitol riots because I was like thought that we were on this. Hey, no breaking and entering federal property, no coming in and crossing boundaries and barriers that were there. And I was all for that. I'm like, no, I agree. None of that. Joe Biden came in and was like, actually, I'm really cool if you cross the border illegally, not, but just not if you're like white, you know? <laughs> so everyone else, everyone else can can go ahead and cross borders and barriers illegally and violate federal property. And I'm going, well, no wonder why people violated the Capitol building. It's that kind of rhetoric in our country. The lawlessness that people keep supporting on the real end is like it's selective justice. You remember back crazy. when politicians used to be accused of promising things and never delivering. You remember that? Just ask BLM, who wrote a letter to President-elect Joe Biden and said, we want something for our vote. You had our support. Joe Biden has yet to reach back out to BLM. So for those of you from Guatemala that happen to be watching this program <laughs> right now, big, just know you're not getting anything from Joseph Robinette Biden. You know, it's interesting that you say that because, <laughs> because number one, I always forget that his middle name is Robinette and it always throws me for a loop. But number two, God bless the Robinette family. The I, was just, and Robinette. I was just thinking of this as I, I'm watching the headlines and I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready for the show and I'm like, you know, it's so interesting because all of these white people, these white suburbanites who had this white guilt that the left convinced yeah. them that they needed to have and voted against Donald Trump. It's like if you guys think for one second they are going to absolve you of your whiteness because you voted their way and got them in office, you've got another thing coming. Listen, it will just steamroll right over you. They, you will never be enough for them. I went to an establishment last night, big sports bar. I was watching the football games, watching the playoffs. Right. We had a big corner booth. Several of our friends were there. And and. and and there was a group of young people, mostly African-Americans, mostly black. Mm-hmm. They were down there. They were sitting on the backs of the of the benches and the seats. They were standing in the in their booth. They were standing. on. No one was wearing a mask. Right. And one of our guys got up, went to the restroom and came back. And a guy from the restaurant came over and said, you can't walk around without a mask on. And we said, what are all these kids doing? He goes, I said, tell them to sit down off of the, the back of the, the seat right there. And uh, one of our friends was getting pretty livid about it. And he said, we, we can't tell them that. Why? Well, they're the wrong, they're, they're the wrong color to tell them anything. You can't, you can't do that. See, it's to your point. And nobody wants to be honest about this. What are you so scared of? Right. What the hell are you so scared of? These are human beings. Did, that's black privilege. 
right there. Happy MLK Day. I'm pretty sure he fought for all of us to be treated yes. equally. That's exactly producer, what he said. Hey, my own producer is, is, is half Hispanic and half Asian, and we go into stores together while we're shopping. I get told to put a mask on, and she doesn't. And she tells me that she doesn't get told to put a mask on anywhere, and she tells no me that straight up. I've she never because, told to. And when someone did, she, she confronted them and said, that, are, are you a white person telling me what to do as a joke? And they backed off. And so I just, I thought no. that, that's why, that's what yeah. we do. We do it's, we're trolls. But that's what we've done. I we, think it's we, funny. We've created that, that we've allowed that culture to be created right under our noses right there look if you're an if you're a jackass I don't care what color you are I'm gonna tell you you're a jackass you don't get to break the rules because you're a certain color you don't get to come into this country without just because you don't get to break the rules just because you're some certain color or some certain <sighs> I've spent a lot of time in Guatemala. I've spent a lot of time in El Salvador, a lot of time in Nicaragua, a lot of time in oh, Honduras. Man. I've spent a lot of time down there, a lot of time doing a lot of work with a lot of people in a lot of villages and a lot of places. Let me tell you something. That ain't America. And if you want that in America, you just open the doors right on up and come on in. But see, you guys have so much guilt. You're just like, oh, my God, I want to be so woke. You're going to go broke. I promise you, because you're not going to let them come live with you. And that's a fact. Mm -hmm. You just think they're just going to come in here and dissolve into the culture and just no, 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 no. This is a concept of assimilation. It's a melting pot. You got to come in here. You got to embrace American culture. And people say, well, you're just being an ethno nationalist. OK, whatever. I'm an American and I like America. I like the way it is. But you guys continue to take a crap on the Constitution and law and order. And it's gotten ridiculous. And then you want to accuse us of inciting violence. This is why I cuss on my show. But you know what? I I'm not proud of. I went to this like hipster district in Dallas, which I don't live anywhere near there. Why? I, I can't because I really realize. want, because, because I've been uh, working closer to the studio and I needed <laughs> breakfast. Okay. <laughs> and so I've been I in, wanted I've been some in, quinoa. I've been in the area and I wanted an avocado <laughs> toast. And, Here we go. and I went there. This is, this is, this is when they say tell people how white you are without using the, the word white. Yeah. I wanted some avocado toast. Yeah, there it is. So I go to this, so I go to this, this spot. I walk in, it's like all these young people, they're all wearing masks, they're, it's, they're not susceptible to dying, it's the most compliance I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I go in there, it's like people are outside wearing masks, you know, these kind of people running with masks on, I was just like, oh, this is very weird. I walk in, immediately I notice they're selling hats to say like, make America kind again, you know, this, uh. this place, and everyone there is talking about, you know, this ridiculous stuff, like 30 years old, have no kids, no skin in the game. And I looked at my wife and I go, she was like, we don't fit in here. And I go, I know, I know that we're like young and we should, but that's because these people are living in these microcosms and we saw Biden-Harris signs everywhere. These are the people that are like, just let the people in, just be kind as they eat a $9.99 you know, piece of toast you know, with a $6.50 lightly, lightly flavored lavender coffee. I'm not proud, <laughs> this is true. But they're sitting there and they're like, we just gotta make America kind lavender. again. <laughs> yeah, we gotta make America kind again. We just gotta let these Guatemalans in and you're like going, well, look at Sweden. Yeah. And it's now the rape capital of the world. The Swedes were like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just a nice place here. And they're just there in <laughs> Sweden. And they have their blonde hair. And then they were like, let's just let in, let's, let's increase our population by 10% with people who are, they're anathema. They're absolutely opposed to everything we believe in. And guess what? They have a problem with, with systemic rape. The government's covering it up. There's constant things coming out. And their whole culture has received entire transformation in a negative direction because not because they let 
great people, and but they didn't vet people. And it's these idiots, these young idiots, who are in these stupid hipster cities, in, the, in these downtown regions, in these city centers, and they all just think everyone wants to come over and buy avocado toast, and it's like, <laughs> I'm just saying that's reality. And they're so stupid because it doesn't affect them. Right. Because they're protected by their parents' money, and they're driving around Teslas at 23 years old. You know they didn't make that money themselves. And it's the people, you know who suffers? The black community is going to suffer the most. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Hispanic community, the, the actual legal immigrants that came here who are trying to build up their families, Asian immigrants, people who are coming over even from Eastern Europe, these are the people, they're hurting the, the legal immigrants by letting this happen. And to me, it's sick, and that's un-American. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elijah that's and I are polar opposites, just sociologically, but we're best friends. <laughs> but I am going to need him to pull a get man card and let me hold it. Did you really go <laughs> get lavender coffee? Lavender co- it was damn good. Oh my gosh. All right, we got to take a break back in a minute. Tequila! I can't even have lavender coffee. <laughs> it's really curious, amazing. Though. You guys brought up MLK Day. Obviously, it is Martin Luther King Day. And as I was looking on my social media, my good friend Elijah Schaefer here posted a, a video. Viewer that I discretion would, advised. Yes, please. I would like to ask him about. And, and he's not joking when he says viewer discretion advised. Uh, if you've got any young children, I don't know, maybe high I'd school, say high show school children too. Show them and let them know this no, is the America. That's a, that's a bad idea. I would say, is, I would say. not, you don't want to do that. This is coming from a non-parent. <laughs> right. No, I would say, I would say, look at what. Look at what this world is about. Your entire country was burned to the ground. People lost their lives. And this is the organization. When they said that we want to honor one of the greatest uh, you know, heroes of our movement, this is how we're going to honor him. Now you know why they burned down our cities. You're like, oh, so they were, maybe they were honoring us. They were like lighting our, <laughs> our buildings on fire and killing our, our police officers out of, out of like respect. Because uh, they're backwards. They're so backwards. here is Black Lives Matter. This is legit. It was posted on their website. This verified. Is, verified. Yes, it posted on their website. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, uh, our producer was like, I don't see this on their Twitter. I'm not sure that it came from them. Oh, there it is on their website. So yes, it did I ripped come it for you guys. Yeah, thank you, Elijah, or something. Watch. Twerking. Twerking on Washington. This is the twerk on Washington. Those of you who are listening on podcast, this is a really great time to listen on podcast. So yeah, your kids can listen to this podcast. Okay, that's quite enough. All righty. Okay. All right. Yep. No, we can pull right out of that one and not. Well, then we're into something worse. Now we're into something worse. Damn, Chad. We didn't know you had moves like that. That is a whiteboard twerk if I've ever seen Wow. That. He put you, you're, you're, the, you're the Hispanic one. You're supposed to have the moves and he's showing you up. Yeah. Well, listen, that is for my OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash w I don't have one, all right. Slash Y. I discovered, I opened an account and I'm my OnlyFan. Well, now you know. Now you know. Now I know, yeah. If you turn yourself on, that's a compliment. Because I can't twerk. But, I mean... Legitimately, this is, they, oh, they called it the twerk on Washington, and this is how they are celebrating MLK Day. You have a man who worked so hard. They missed the worst part, though. They missed the part where she's uh, presumably a she, because you do, can't assume anymore. Um, she's on, and I, la- I laugh at dark things that people don't know. People always think I'm rude, but I am, kind of. But, but also, <laughs> also, she's on, I think it's like Iowa, the wreath that is meant to honor the dead soldiers from World War II, like one of our most noble fights, and like her half her butt showing, and she's twerking. But the, it's not even just the fact that she's like desecrating a monument to dead soldiers. 
on a day meant to like honor the civil rights movement. That's not enough. But then there's like <laughs> voiceover dubs of MLK with like inspirational words and like reverend, the reverend doctor, the, the pastor, you know, I just would say, I don't think he approves. I don't speak for dead he, people. You don't think that I just he, his, don't think he You don't approves. think that he fought for equality so that they could twerk on uh, I think that I think if, I think if the people from World War II realized that that's what they were fighting for, they would also probably be a bit disappointed. <laughs> they would say I'm, I'm out. speaking for Iowa, I'm not disrespectfully, I'm out. being honest. Out. Uh, so uh, of course, Chad, you mentioned earlier Black Lives Matter uh, sent Joe Biden a letter saying, "Okay, we voted for you. Now what are you going to do for me?" Uh, <laughs> President-elect Joe Biden will sign about a dozen executive orders on his first day in the White House. He's going to reverse several key policies enacted by the Trump administration. No word on what he's going to do for Black Lives Matter yet, but uh, he has said that he's going to sign executive orders regarding climate change, immigration, student loans, and the coronavirus pandemic. I did also see he's going to terminate the Keystone Pipeline. It's like everything bad. Like, if you could be like, what is the best way that you could just destroy America on your first day? And he was yes. like... He's I got like, a list. Hold you my, know the thing. Yeah, hold my Let's sniff. Let, let 11 million, uh, give 11 million immigrants, illegal immigrants, amnesty. Uh, oh. The coronavirus pandemic, I can't wait to see what he has coming down the pipeline on that. 100, 100 days of masks. 100 debt, days of masks. Which he claimed, remember he said he would mandate it, then he walked it back and said, well, I would just like really strongly encourage all the governors to do it because I can't do that. That's not constitutional. Just kidding, I'll do it. I'm still not doing it. <laughs> Yo, me either. <laughs> yeah. Me either. Chad, your yeah. thoughts? Well, I mean, Are we, is this the, just the end of America? With him? If we continue down this road, yeah, it 100% absolutely certainly is. I keep trying to, like, find the optimism. There's no, 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 I'm no. Like, this, this, is, this is it. Bad. I mean, this, this is, is it. Really if, if you enact this, the, these things that he's wanting to do, it is absolutely the end of America as we know it. He's going to return uh, to the Paris Climate Accord. It's globalism, though, and I think that the people need to realize that this aggressive move is because they thought Hillary Clinton was going to win, and there was, an, there was a 16-year plan up front, eight years with Obama, and putting things into motion, and then they were going to accelerate them under Hillary, right? I mean, I don't know if you've seen even that conspiracy that Disneyland was so con convinced. So you guys got to look this up. Disneyland was so convinced that Hillary Clinton was going to win that they made her animatronic they did the for the show. Figure. And then they had to <laughs> alter it to make it look like Trump. So it looks like Hillary with Trump's hair. Uh, meaning people were seeing you know, the Madame president on the U.S. News uh, magazine cover that they're going, we've got to make up for time lost. The populace set us back. So on day one, let's spit in their face and let's pick up what we would have had to wait four years for. And we're going to use the Capitol riots and the anti-right-wing sentiment currently to just say, hey, you guys all need to shut the hell up and we're going to do what we want. And if you speak up, your words are violence and we're not going to take that right now. So that's what you're seeing. Anybody that thinks Joe Biden's doing the right thing is dumber than a bag of rocks. I mean, that's just a fact. I mean, I mean, I don't know how stupid you, I mean, the Paris Climate Accord, let's say, let's say that I was the only person paying into the Homeowners Association, right? I'm the only one and you're my neighbors and you guys don't pay a dime and I have to pick up your fee too. I'd get a little bit like that doesn't make sense to me, but that's exactly what they're doing with the Paris Climate Accords. That's exactly America pays all the money in China, the biggest uh, polluter in the world. It doesn't pay anything in there. And we're doing it to the tune of billions a year. doesn't make sense. And then and then what's he going to do? He's going to keep calling in, you know, one point nine trillion uh, in support. Uh, you know, just keep borrowing money, borrowing money, borrowing money. What happens when nobody buys that debt anymore and, and we can't print more money? 
and we don't have everything. The currency is completely devalued. Uh, it's going to happen. You can't just keep giving one point nine million dollars to all these different things and giving six hundred to twelve hundred dollars to the American people and think that's going to last forever. This is dumb. You're dumber than a bag of hammers. I'm telling you, anybody that supports this is stupid. You're just stupid. Unintelligent, ignorant, you know, moron. But if you're a Pakistani and you support this, you might be dumb, but at least you know your gender. You know, <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, at least that 10 million went to good use. So, okay, well, really quickly before we go to break, you you mentioned if you voted for this, if you're voting for Joe, you're Joe Biden, you're stupid. You know who else knows that? Joe Biden's dog. That's who else does that, okay? Because, look at it, look at it. All right, Joe Biden, oh. who's posing, I have many questions about this first picture. Um, there's like leaves on the floor from the ficus that's dying in the background. There's all sorts, of, there's like, what is he laying, what's his arm on? I've fallen and I can't get up. I don't, like, it's, people were like, is that a dead bunny? I'm like, I think it's the dog's <laughs> leg and he's just laying on it because he's a psychopath. Uh, this dog, if we could just get a close-up of the, this, look at this photo. <laughs> this do, that is the, the face things, of a dog who that needs dog had The things that have oh, been done to that dog. Shit. I mean, Joe grabbed him by the tail getting out of the shower. I know, that dog is like, I've seen this man naked way too many yeah. times. He sniffed me way too many times. The, the, the only dog that doesn't to sniff end. and get sniffed. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm down with you, Jay. Hey, our dogs are on the on the foyer right now, sniffing each other, and I just gotta say, you know, the dog, he might like it. So, yeah. well, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I did see several people who were like, "Well, he's still gonna be in the White House." Well, you know, people are talking about how how he is not all there. Well, he's still gonna be in the White House. I'm like, well, what does that say about you guys? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a moron. You're Nothing empty-headed good. moron. I mean, with this, I mean, come on. No. I mean, I, 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 but you know, just, you know the thing. <laughs> right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. It's pure. I had Alexander make one of your graphics. But just saying the time. report today surfaced that uh, efforts to convict President Trump for inciting a riot at the United States Capitol apparently have stalled amid word that Nancy Pelosi has yet to put together a plan to send an article of impeachment to the Senate for the trial. And apparently that uh, senior Senate Democrats are not whipping votes on the issue, um, which is interesting because I read that at the same time that I also read that Mitch McConnell was actually really happy about the uh, the impeachment. But, you know, we're talking about all this unless maybe people have forgotten uh, Inauguration Day is is Wednesday and we are still talking about <laughs> impeaching yes. a man who is like he's he's out the door it's like it's like he's trying to divorce it's like trying to divorce your spouse but they're going to die in 2 days it's like yeah well well i still want that like divorce <laughs> le- i may be a widow or a widower, yeah. but I still want that divorce finished. <laughs> I need that paperwork signed. You dig up that dead body and you get them to yeah, sign it. Yeah, it's like, what? It's, it, well, that shows you their mental illness and their delusion, right? These people are mental patients. And you saw that lawyer for PBS with, with Veritas, who's saying like, I'm so glad we're in DC and all the elitists are here and that everyone here is smart. We're not like the dumb people in the middle of the country. Like these people, they claim to be wise, but they themselves profess to be fools. Like they, they're in such a microcosm and they pat each other on the backs. They don't realize all of America's mocking them. Like they're like, we did it. And you're like, you guys are 
ba- any basic mom who has kids and has to schedule their life realizes you guys don't keep calendars because you guys don't know what the hell's actually happening in our country. We do. You guys are too busy behind your barriers and your 35,000 troops to elect the most popular president in history virtually. I'm actually just offended <laughs> he just said basic mom. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying, like, like, in the, if you're not, you don't not have to be. not to you, you're Hispanic. <laughs> Yeah, are you are you tr- are you a white person trying to yeah, tell I'm saying, me? I'm saying, I'm saying we don't have you don't have to have degrees or anything. You could be the exact person they're mocking. Yeah. Somebody who you know the the evil people in our country, the people who care about their faith and their families, and I don't know mo- women who stay home and do very sinister things like invest in the future of their children <laughs> or actually educate them in in in, in proper doctrine, theology, and things. I mean, these are the kind of wicked people they're up against, and you know they don't have time to worry about things like timelines you know so well and and now i will say this is the part where i would say and and so how did this guy get elected and i know there are a lot of you you can't question that right and and, and and i don't want to get kicked off of youtube elijah had a perfectly good tweet the other day he said here's a guy that got elected in the middle of the night four in the morning 81 million votes with a with one of the least likable candidates as a vice president presidential candidate uh you know and you know you have a virtual inauguration nobody except a few certain in invitees are able to go uh, and you've got beefed up security all around the thing and apparently liberals do believe in walls because they've built a fence all the way around the Capitol grounds uh, but we can't question any of that right. we can't question any of that Remember the Patriot you, missiles and also the military ships that are now in the Potomac yeah what? they're yeah. there yeah yeah because you know the Trumpies <laughs> you know which you which you saw Elijah there was what a group that was waving trans flags Oh, the Boogaloo's? Yeah, they said that the that the armed uprising is right-wing, and they're so right-wing that they're wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. They have gay flags and trans flags. I'm like, those are some weird right-wing... That's some bougie Boogaloo's. Uh, yeah, I was like, that's the most right-wing they're BLM They're not Boogaloo's, they're Boogaloo's. Boogaloo's. <laughs> okay, but to, but to your point, let me just play devil's advocate a little bit. I mean... Th- whether or not you believe that uh, Joe, I'm trying real hard not to get this video removed from YouTube, but what, however you believe the election happened, there were pe- like legitimate amount of people who still voted for Joe Biden. Sure there were. They voted against Donald Trump. I mean, again, with just no, like and, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they told us exactly what they were going to do. Yeah, they telegraphed it from the very beginning. They're still yeah. telegraphing. If you'll just listen, you'll know what's coming. <laughs> like, like, All you got to do is listen. They're telling you what's next. Right. You've got conservatives who voted for them and they're like surprised yeah. when uh, your Second Amendment rights start getting chipped away at. It's like, I mean, he told you he wanted to ban semi-automatic firearms. What did you think that he meant when he said yeah, that? Dead mm-hmm. people weren't just rolling in their graves over this. They were voting in them too, you know, apparently. <laughs> it's they were doing a lot more. There's a party going on, and I, you know, and I would say that from the beginning you saw the disinformation because the immediate disclaimers always were that there is no evidence of widespread election fraud. But I will say nobody was ever saying that. That was never a, a that was never an argument or a conversation. So when you look at the disclaimers up front, you're going, oh, I know what this is being set up to be long term, forcing people to not have a conversation about things. And any time that you're so right that nobody can question you, and you're so confident <laughs> that you did things legally that nobody is allowed to investigate you, um, that's when you, all your alarm signals should should be mm-hmm. be spinning. And when you see the alignment of big tech, media, and the state come together an ideological foundation that counteracts our constitution and mocks the very central people of this country who have been here for generations especially while ignoring even the pleas and the cries of first generation immigrants and just doing their own thing you realize that you're being led by a bourgeois and maybe just maybe i have to be careful what i say now but maybe just maybe 
the Republic doesn't really exist like we all think it does. And maybe, maybe we really aren't in control of our, of our country. And, and it would appear that maybe that some people would say that's true. I don't know. Some people uh, might that say that. Step. That was a good sidestep. Right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. I know. That was a really good... Some people could say that. Some people could. Some people could. Hey, if you have not yet subscribed to the audio podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, make sure to go do that. By the way, I, just to let you know what we do for you here every day, Elijah is wearing like a parka because it's that cold in this studio that we come in it's, every it's single so, day. It's so cold, and do you know what they could do to make it better for all of us? Leave you a five-star review. Thank you, I was just gonna say that. Nothing like, heats up a room better than that. Like mm-hmm. these wonderful, lovely people, uh, Ed, Isadoric. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. He said, it seems to be very genuine. I love the interaction of the guests and Sarah. It has become our number one podcast right up there with the Unashamed podcast. We are praying for you. Keep up the good work. We are praying for God's healing hand upon Sarah's son. That is so sweet of you uh, from Ed and Joanne. We've also got another one. Every day when I get home carrying the stress of my long day, the first thing I do is turn on the news and why it matters. The stress melts away. I get the information, get to see the crazies of the day, and I get a huge laugh. It might be Sarah's face when she can't believe what Chad just said, or rolling on the floor when Glenn is about to explode. I am grateful for the real information delivered in an awesome way. Keep it up, all of you. Yaku, Eric, Elijah, Stu, I love all of you. We love you back, Steph. Stu, really? Steph Boda. <laughs> People hey. like Stu? Oh, hey, there, was one, no. there was one last week that said, I love Stu's hair. <laughs> Go do it. We'll reach your Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.